Season one of Watch With You is made possible by the support of Barry from Podcast in Color. Thank you, Barry. Lady D here. Welcome back to another episode of Watch With You. And I have Lady H here. Hi, happy 2022. Yes, we are in 2022. We have made it to a new year. Thank God for that. Amen. But we are here and now we are going to talk about our favorite shows of 2021, what we watched in 2021 and what we would like to see in 2022. And I am going to let Lady H start with her massive list. Oh, wow. It's a massive list. Is that what we're starting with? Or are we going to start with the debate? Okay. Let's start with the debate. The debate okay. is, Lady H, oh. do you have that tweet up? I do. Okay. So on December 22nd, I don't know if we should be saying the person's name. Hmm. If they tweeted in Twitter and it's not a private account, then I think that's considered public space to be quoted. Okay. Okay. Because I don't... Listen, y'all. Well, I know I got good people here. So if you do choose to interact with this tweet, do so with love, please. You know, because I, I ain't sending no hate towards sis, you know. Uh, especially since... Hmm? We don't send any hate towards anyone. Well... Well, okay. We don't we don't want anyone to be vicious towards me. Well... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm not. Um, uh, wait a minute. We good Christian women over here. We ain't trying to hit nobody up to be uh, hurting people's feelings. Well, <laughs> I mean, listen. If you're a bigot, <laughs> I'm just saying no, that well, I ain't got well, too much protection for you. That's true, but this is not a bigoted tweet. It this is, is a, not. This is a thought-provoking. Uh-huh intellectual conversation starter Mm -hmm. and so uh, like i said it was december 22nd and there were a whole bunch of tweets leading into that final episode of insecure and i think if you were on social media uh especially twitter i'm i i do not go to facebook so i do not speak on facebook but that week leading into the final episode of Insecure, there were a lot of debates about, not debates, conversations and speculation about how the series would end. And uh, me season, she said, what Scandal and Insecure did for Black TV will never be forgotten. They really started a new era, Black TV revolution. And I mean, that alone is a statement. That's not a question. But we all know that in social media there, it's very hard for one person to make a statement without other people um, hitting you with a but actually or whatever else. So the debate actually comes in uh, because of scandal. And one person said, uh, old ass child said, because scandal and How to Get Away with Murder aren't really Black shows. They have strong Black leads. There, I'm not going to go down the list. I mean, if you want to see the list, you can just tweet me and I'll DM it to you. But that leads me to our talk because we talk about Black TV shows or TV shows featuring Black women. And it makes me think about what makes a Black television show uh because we don't really differentiate we are fine with strong black women leads so uh, i think you talk about um is it new amsterdam yes i talk about new amsterdam because there is a black woman on there that has storyline that has she's driving enough story where there is something to be discussed I can mm-hmm. say that um, Legends of Tomorrow is a show that I watch. They have a, and they have had since the beginning, at least one Black woman character. However, that Black woman character, I would never categorize as a lead. 
let alone a strong Black lead. They have had episodes, but never, I mean, I could talk about an single, a singular episode, but never would I say, oh, this season featured a person where they are the strong lead of the show, not a Black woman for Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. So I would say, asking you, what do you think constitutes or what makes a Black TV show? So just, I think of it like our lives. Does, is my life less black because I grew up mostly around white people? Or is my life more black because I grew up around black people? The answer is no, your, your life is still black because even if you grow up around mostly white people, there's still only things you as a black person are going to experience it still makes your life black like you're probably at some point going to get called the word that no one get, wants to be called a black person never wants to be called right you're going to get called the, you're probably going to get called the n-word or some other racially insensitive term whether you have a life where you live around white folks or your life where you live around black folks because you're black and you're in it it makes your life black. It's the same with TV shows. If there's a black lead in it, they're still going to focus somehow on some aspect of this person's life being black. Either you're navigating, if it's a black lead, like in Scandal, Olivia Pope was navigating these white spaces as a black woman. How is she handling that? The same with, okay, so Insecure has a whole Black cast, but you're still navigating spaces as a Black person. So for me, I think it's a Black show if there's a Black main character or co-leading co, you know, character and we're navigating the space with them. Okay. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that it focuses in black neighborhoods, you know, or has an all black cast. You're always going to be black no matter where you are. Okay. What is your thoughts? I hear you. I don't disagree with what you said per se. I have more, uh, I have different metrics. I will say that if it comes from a black creator, if there are black writers, if it casts black people who are not isolated in a way that you don't know that they're Black. So what I mean by that is that Olivia was a Black woman navigating white spaces, but you knew she was Black. They had her in a salon. They had her talk about with Edison about straightening her hair and stuff like that. And she said it a few times, but when I think about Iris West on The Flash. And that was a character who was originally white, whom they cast Black, but then never mentioned her Blackness. And then had her around or her culture at all, even though she had a Black father whom she lived with, even though there were other Black family members, she didn't have Black friends. She didn't have, um, it's like some of the, I'm not, and I'm not saying that to live a life, to be a Black woman is all struggle and strife. We have that, but we also have momentous joy and uh, an achievement and just life in general in its highs and lows. But sometimes when a Black woman is in a role that was not necessarily written for a Black woman, or a Black person, then they don't know how to approach her Blackness. So I wouldn't call that a strong Black lead, but I would call it a Black lead if she is in fact a lead or he is in fact a lead. Having said that, um, and that's, so that kind of goes to being Black and navig and being isolated in terms of navigating those white spaces and a white cast. The other thing that I would say it, to make a show a Black show is how is it received in the zeitgeist? And the zeitgeist for us means Black Twitter. 
Are we talking about it? Does it have a hashtag? Are there scenes uh, that are memed that we use as shorthand? If those things happen, then I also would argue that those make Black shows because we made it Black. We've accepted it as Black. We've codified it as Black. So I think that and what Insecure did is unprecedented, not just because it was a Black show with a Black creator, with Black writers and Black directors, which also makes a difference um, how a person views a, a storyline and, and the lens with which they film it can in some ways be a black story because it was because of the director's eye um but i was i would yes definitely give my it's props to insecure and also um scandal whom got a lot of flack in that twitter thread about not being a black show which i thought was wild because of black twitter <laughs> and um but it came from Shonda Rhimes, who's a Black woman, and it was based, loosely or not, off of a Black woman, Judy, and it was starring a Black woman, and then Black Twitter made it a show. And just think about everything that came from that in terms of recaps, in terms of podcasts, in terms of style because you had a badass cape which store was that was it limited yes the limited had a scandal capsule series capsule collection i'm sorry and if we think about what we always say about insecure especially this last season we always commented on the natural hair we always commented on the clothes and the art in those other things that where we saw blackness re reflected back at us and we say that's accessible or we want to do more of that because they also have black designers I mean, all of those things i think add up to a black show that um you know i tip my hat to and shouldn't be ignored so i do recognize that there is a difference between having a strong black lead and then you know, Black folk who are in the room, who are doing their best to show some Blackness, even though the writers or whomever might be ignoring it. Because I, I think that you and I had a, I had a tirade before about how people get cast, Black people get cast, and then they are isolated and islanded off where they don't have Black friends and they don't use Black vernacular and they don't get their hair done or do any of those other things that show that they're in touch with their culture or the fact that they have that Black culture and that that is a sad thing that happens a lot. So would I necessarily call that a Black show? No. But would I say, mention them as being featured? Yes. And so when we talk about this list of 2021 and what we were watching and what we consumed, um, whether it was a book, whether it was a movie, whether it was a television show, whether it was a web series, whatever, a lot of the picks that I'm going to make or a lot of the things that I'm going to mention are because Blackness was reflected back to me in a way that I appreciated, that was authentic. And, you know, they said to me, I see you. And I say it right on back. I see you too, sis. So on that note, I'm a toss that back to you and so you can talk about the best of you 2021 not necessarily i mean it's kind of what we watched because you know of course we're going to give deference to our sisters who were doing a damn thing so i watched a lot of shows in 2021 i'm just going to name them all and then i'll tell you about my faves i watched 4400 our kind of people the equalizer New Amsterdam, Grey's Anatomy, uh, Station 19, 911, 911 Lone Star, The Flash, A Million Little Things, Bob Hart's Abishola, Queens, Harlem, Insecure, Just Like That, Law and Order, Organized Crime, The Game, Blackish, Grownish, Mixedish, Queen Sugar. Star Trek Discovery, This Is Us, Black Lightning, Dear White People, 
WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Will Housewives of Potomac and Atlanta, Married to Medicine, Bull, Good Doctor, The Resident, and One Chicago. That is what I watched in 2021. So now let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. So of those that you have just read of, you want to pick a top five of the ones that you just are saying, here's the one, I'm going to toss a corn to your witcher. So in our case, we're watchers. So I want to toss a corn to the watchers. Which ones of those shows are you saying? These are my top picks of 2021. If you haven't watched it, please do. Or if not, or if you have watched it, come holla at your girl. Let's talk. Let's love on it. Okay. Um, my top five-ish. Top five-ish of the whole year. Okay. So my reality shows are just an escape. So you don't have to come tweet me about Real Housewives or Married to Medicine. But you can come tweet me about Dear White People. The Equalizer, Star Trek Discovery, but I'm going to forewarn you. I won't talk to you much about it. And let's see. Bob Hart's Abishola and Queens. Girl, I don't know what took you so long to say Bob Hart Abishola. You dead <laughs> it. I mean, y'all, y'all hit me with the bippity bobbity 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 bop. And you know, and I'm like, you ain't say Bob Hart's have a show. You did a whole ass special on Bob Hart's have a show. Hey, hey, hey. I was trying to be a little unpredictable. Oh, oh. I'm going to mute. Well, those are my top five. Lady H. I guess. What shows did you watch in 2021? And uh, you watch a heck of a lot more television than I do, I think. I sure do. <laughs> I do. Um, first of all, I want to do something a little different. Since, you know, because we're going to say some of the same shows. Uh, I have a list that my cousin Kayla helped me with. And I want to speak their names of some black shows that I don't necessarily watch, but they aired in 2021. And I just want to give a hat tip to them and say to our listeners, if you've watched these shows and you don't hear me mention them and you're saying, yo, seriously, you need to get on that. Tweet me and tell me which shows they are. So all American sisters, the Oval, All the Queen's Men, Ruthless, The Have and the Have Nots, Pose, Blackish, Grownish. All right, I gotta, I gotta, you're gonna hear the pages turn. Look at me quoting Jill Scott in Treatment, Claws, Games People Play, Twenties, Bigger, First Wives Club, The Encore, Queen Sugar, Ready to Love, Hit and Run. Blood and Water, The Upshaws, The Underground Railroad, Run the World, The Powerverse. I'm calling it The Powerverse because I know that there's a lot of shows from Power and I don't know all the name and the order, so I don't want to leave anything out. Also, Godfather of Harlem. Now, you've mentioned The Real Housewives of Atlanta and Potomac, so their names have been spoken. So I wanted to at least mention some Black shows and and say, we see you and hat tip. And of course, uh, let us know. Now, here are some of the ones that I did watch. Harlem, Invincible. Uh, That's that's an animated show, but one of the voice leads and drawn leads is Black. Delilah, Black Lady Sketch Show, All Rise, Insecure, The Equalizer. You want to hear the pages turn? That's because she lived her life on television. <laughs> oh, that ain't it at all. Yeah, I'm just teasing. I know you wish, girl. As much as I read, <laughs> did you not check the Instagram? I read you under the table. Okay. You really do. Yeah. 
And then there's Nancy Drew, Stargirl, Batwoman, The Flash, 4400, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Queens, Our Kind of People, LA's Finest, Abbott Elementary. Okay. Um, was was LA's Finest really in 2021? I believe the second season. I, you know, I tried to do the shows that just aired in 2021. So yeah, if the last how... episode was in 2021, or maybe it went into on Netflix or something was odd, but when girl, I Googled the shit because okay. I wasn't taking, I was not keeping track of black shows. Now this year, I'm going to try to, I have a notebook. I'm going to try to keep track. But oh. last year I had to rely on Google's and cousin <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> okay. Well, did cousin Kayla Netflix family reunion? Oh, she may have said that and I may not have written it. There's also, and I didn't think about that, How to Ruin Christmas. I did watch that. Okay, see, I had that, but I wasn't sure if that was a television show or a movie. It was a, I believe there was a movie, but then there was a, a, a television show, two seasons. Yeah, see, that's, I wasn't certain. So that's the, re but you know what? It doesn't matter because we said, well, we consumed. And so I will also say that I consumed Passing, The Harder They Fall, Black Judas, The People versus Billie Holiday. Also, Disney shows. I didn't mention Hawkeye, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, What If, The Book of Boba Fett. Oh, Loki. Uh, I'm all over Disney Plus and nerd shows. Y'all know this. So yeah, wait a minute. Boba, Boba, what did you want? It's the Star Wars one that you just mentioned. Yes. yes. The Book There's... of Boba Fett. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are there black people in this one? Jennifer Beals. Okay. Also, uh, technically comes in under the wire. Uh, first episode was... Uh, December 29th so that's what I was saying like look if you aired one episode like Abbott Elementary <laughs> uh, and the crew in 2021 I gave you props like I put it down uh, so gotcha. we'll see but I watched the show and I'm going to continue to watch the show so that's part of it and of course I watched soap operas all four and wrestling it's a shame where we're going where you went all four when there used to be so many I know. Don't make me cry. <laughs> so don't, don't get me on my soap opera soap box. But yes. So in terms of top five, I think you already know I'm going to say Batwoman. On Wednesdays, the Watch With You Twitter account turns into a Batwoman account. So there should be no surprise there. Uh, Insecure is going to make the picks uh, for this series finale. I don't know why Lady D is dancing with a wine bottle like she is Diddy and it is 1999. It is embarrassing. Look at you. Look at shaking the camera and everything. My God. Uh, the other shows that I'm going to also uh, give props to is, I would say in terms of top five, it is going to be Queens, The Equalizer, and all rise. Those are my top picks. But now I also want to talk about, we say it's things that we're consuming. In terms of movies, Hulu, I really enjoyed The People versus Billie Holiday. And also Passing on Netflix. Both featured Black women, um, period pieces. And also a glimpse of what it's like to be a Black woman in America. You know, especially and Jim Crow and just outside of Reconstruction in the 90s. Lord, I said the 90s and the 1920s. Uh, so Passing and The United States versus Billie Holiday are both movies that watchers should put on their viewing schedule. Absolutely. If you haven't already seen them, uh, I would definitely check them out. And if you're interested in Passing, the book by Nella Larson, it is... A great, I don't even want to say companion piece, but it gives so much more depth to the movie. You can watch the movie without reading the book, but I think that you will enjoy the movie so much more if you read the book first 
and it is a short book, meaning it is under 250 pages. So you could probably do both, uh, you know, like finish it in a way that that's not going to be too, too time consuming and then follow it up with the movie. So are you good? Like, should we? I have a question for you. You have a question for me? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of all of the shows that you watched in 2021 that are not coming back, which one are you going to miss? Black Lightning. And I'm going to say that I'm saying Black Lightning, but I'm really saying Painkiller. <laughs> I I liked the pilot. I thought that the aesthetic that they were going for was interesting and I wish that they had time to develop it now same question and if you say insecure I'm going to be like oh okay but (laughs) (laughs) so same question back at you uh of the shows that are not coming back which one are you going to miss the most I am actually going to say mixed dish my God, what did that air in, it did air in 2021. I'm oh. going to actually miss it. I I did like seeing, I know you always say how you didn't watch it because you know how Rainbow turns out. Mm-hmm. But I do like seeing how she got there. You know, being a mixed kid in the 80s is very different than being a mixed kid in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the 2000s, like everybody's a mixed kid. <laughs> when I say that, it's, it's, you see, they're definitely more mixed children now than you would have seen in the 80s. So how they navigated the world to get to where she is now, I thought it was interesting and I enjoyed it. No, I wasn't going to say insecure. I mean... Yes and no, but I like mix. I like I'm a miss mixed dish more. Insecure. Do we want to say anything on insecure before we? I'll let you. St- oh, please. I mean, is there something that you want to say? So we all were going through this whole season talking about it. Didn't feel like it was a final season. Um, Issa Rae said that she wrote it that way. Um, but when the final episode came on. I was pleasantly surprised. Why were you pleasantly surprised though? Well, I wasn't sure where they were going to go with wrapping it up. And I like how we basically got to fast forward through everybody's life for a couple of years and see where everyone has turned out. Now, I know you were saying we don't, do we want to give spoilers? It's been on, it's now the final episode's been off for like two weeks now. No, you know, when I do spoiler sale listeners, I have this thing where if you're going to do a spoiler, then I'm always saying, let's do it at the end so that people can just leave. (laughs) If you want to do, I tell you what we can do. Uh, We can just do a separate episode just on Insecure and then we can just talk about it that way. But now, in the middle, no. Fine. We'll move on. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so, now I do have one thing to say about Insecure. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, we did talk about not being so pleased with what was being offered because we didn't necessarily... Well, for me, let me go back and say what uh, what it was for me is if we do our top picks based on the episode and episode by episode it was not giving enough where i was like okay i've watched this episode and feel satisfied uh as a whole there may have been one scene or so that made me say hmm but of course i love the music the fashion is great but i wasn't able to travel uh, with them. However, they've built up enough trust 
where I was going to take that journey with them to the end. And I think that they wrapped it up in such a way that I don't want more. I, I didn't feel like I needed to see more, that I wanted to see more. I was glad that it ended where it ended and the way that it ended in terms of it um, not leaving anything hanging. And so I appreciated that very much. And that's all I'll say about that. So we're in 2022. Do you have any predictions or about what is going to happen in 2022 in terms of television or you don't have any predictions? Okay. Is I don't anything... have any. No, I don't have any predictions because I never know where people are going to go. I would hope that we continue a trend of television that features um, black women and black people in general. Um that we don't take steps backwards um, because we know the world is more than just white folk. So I hope that television in general takes a step where we continue to feature black people, other people of color um, and don't make it a monolithic world. Um, I do have shows that I can't wait to come back in 2022. Just come back or come back and or premiere in 20 well like what are you looking forward to in 2022 I should say okay I should say premiering a lot of the shows that we watched in 2021 um have a spring season and a fall season so a lot of them are on their fall um finale and it'll be back sometime in the spring of 2022 so I'm not going to count those um but I'm going to count the ones that I'm looking to come back um that are coming back in 2022. All Rise, which will now be on OWN. Uh, Queen Sugar, which normally uh, premieres in the spring, uh, springish, mid-spring. The Good Fight. I'm looking forward to Grownish because this should be their final-ish season because it focuses on Zoe and she should be in her fourth and final year of college. Um, Blackish because it is their final season. It premieres, I believe, this January, and This Is Us premieres um, this January, and it's its final season. So I'm waiting for these premieres to happen in 2022, and at least two of them are happening in January. So I'll be hopefully touch base with you guys about some of those. How about you? I do have a prediction. I think that we are going to be wrapping up the Arrowverse on CW within the next two years. Um, I feel as though that it's coming to a close and that a new verse will be starting. And I think there's a lot of youth uh, in Stargirl and uh, there's Superman and Lois. So that's like the... Arrowverse newer show that I am looking forward to it's coming back and that is coming back January the 11th as a lead into Naomi which is very much uh, an anticipated show I will also say Kung Fu is a show that I thought was really well written and I look forward to seeing what they're going to do with season two um I am looking forward to seeing The Perfect Find, which is a movie based on the book of the same name by Tia Williams, which will be on Netflix. There's no date for that yet, but I'm very much looking forward to that. I am looking forward to that Janet Jackson documentary. I am looking forward to, I did a graphic on uh, January premiere dates or timeline, I should say. And also did some bonus. And there is a movie that's, uh, I think, premiering the last Saturday of January on Lifetime. And it stars Tatiana Ali. And it's called Vanished. And then it has a, a something after a colon. And I don't know what it's all about. But the premise is that Tatiana Ali, in very soap opera fashion, plays her twin. So she plays... One character and the twin, the twin goes missing and she is trying to find out what happened to the twin. And it seems as if she is going to 
or the detective or police officer who is in charge of the case is Jasmine Guy. So I'm looking to seeing that movie in February. Raven Godwin and Amber Riley is going to do a remake of Single Black Female. And that is going to also be on Lifetime. So I'm interested. I'm looking forward to those two. Wait a minute. You said a remake of Single Black Female? Sorry. Single uh, White Female, you mean? Yes, yeah, Single White but Female. But it is. Going to be Black called, folks? Yeah, those two. Is that, and the name of the show is the movie, excuse me, is Single Black Female. Okay. Yeah, there are showing commercials for it now. So you could probably find the trailer. And if I remember, and I, I will look for it and tweet it. So, and I cannot believe that you're sitting over there acting all shocked when you were watching all of those Lifetime movies for missile hoeing and you ain't see the commercials, girl? No, I did not. I cannot believe that. Okay, so. Maybe I fast forwarded through the commercials, maybe. Oh, yeah. So you didn't watch it. Well, if you didn't watch it live, that would make sense. Um see? Yeah, because I mean, they were all up and through it and then i also watched the matchmaking special of married at first sight and they were showing them then but i was also trying to find the date of the janet jackson documentary and then i saw it so i was like oh shoot i would watch those two movies just to see um and just to give a shout out lady h makes all these great graphics so Oh, Lady D has nothing to do at all with them. <laughs> this is all Lady H's work, and they are wonderful graphics. Uh, thank you. I mean, it's true. Listen, when I say tweet me, I don't mean Foodies Meow. I don't mean my other accounts. If you tweet me on Watch With You, if you tweet Watch With You, more than likely it's me. If they, if it's um, live tweeting, typos and all, it me. <laughs> so can't blame Lady D for that. It's all me. Um, I'm trying to think. There's there's nothing. Well, the equalizer is coming back. And if you look at the graphic, just about everything on a graphic, I am excited to see, including Peacemaker, which is starring John Cena, wrestler, and Danielle Brooks. Um, and it looks like it's going to be really those two. So as a as a team. So uh, those are that's what I'm looking forward to in the immediate sense. Um, a little later in the year, I'm looking forward to Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I am looking forward to, and we don't now that is certainly airing in 2022, but I don't know about Miss Marvel. The dates on Miss Marvel, um, the Batman is coming in March. Zoe Kravitz is playing Catwoman, so I'm interested in that. Also, they haven't said about Ironheart when that's they've cast her, but I haven't heard anything else about the development of a series with her. So those are essentially it. And that's what I would say. Listen, I am recognizing, especially thanks to Kayla, that um, cousin Kayla, what's up, girl, uh, that we are limited in the shows that we watch. So if there is a show that you're saying, listen, you need to watch Sisters. You need to watch Run the World. Now, when P-Valley comes back, I hear that they are taping. Now I'm hoping that that comes in 2022. But um, if there are other shows that you're saying that we should watch, let us know. I will add it to the rotation both show. That's pretty much all I have. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about that? I have another statement but you have another statement yeah but it's not about tv it's about our podcast okay well i don't have anything else i think that we talked about everything that we watched in 2021 what we're gonna miss and from 2021 that's done and what we're looking forward forward to can't speak maybe those glasses of wine are getting to me um that's coming out in 2022 it's a lot of good television premiering in January and movies. So, oh, oh wait, oh wait, I'm sorry, I do have two. What? Bridgerton and Sandy Ten both air in March. That is true. Yeah, that is very much true. Very true. 
Well, if you don't have anything, um, if you don't mind, we decided we were going to do this podcast in January of 2021. And we started because of Bridgerton. So it's like full circle. <laughs> we expanded a little bit. Um, we started off with this being a project to just talk about Black women and period pieces. And then uh, to get back into the swing of things, we decided, well, we'll do top five. And oh, we'll do something else. And oh, we did something else. But what we decided to do was really focus on Black women in media and worlds real and imagined throughout time and space. So when our season one will end, which will be pretty soon, we'll discuss that a little bit later. But I just want to say thank you for coming on this ride with us. We stand on the work of Bell Hooks, who taught me personally about the politic of Black women, of giving a womanist and feminist critique on Black art to say that, that we are worthy of being shown in our multitudes and also a loving critique. And that is work that I hope that we did, that I hope that we expand on and do better year after year, episode after episode. So thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for showing support. Thank you to those people who have joined us on this podcast, whose names I will mention. Rain, a carefree black nerd. Maurice, and I might put their ads in the show notes. Miss V, Madame Lizette. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, my cousin Nikki, who will be on a book audio kickback that you will hear soon. Also, the people that show us love on Twitter. I appreciate you more than you know. So thank you for rocking with us. And we hope that you'll continue to do so. Any other words? Just to piggyback on what Lady H says, thank you so much for uh, joining us on this journey that Lady H so graciously gave in to me finally and took a ride with me. And I appreciate her and I appreciate you all as well. That's what's up. So we out. We'll see you next time. Peace. Oh, that was a thing. Okay, hold on. Is there anything or any book adaptations or anything that you've heard about that you're interested in seeing produced? Uh, honestly? Mm-hmm. I know. Because uh I Okay, because let me tell you. So if you say no, there are two for me. Okay. Three. Sorry. Seven Days in June oh. was was picked up by Will Packer. So okay. I'm hoping that... No, I don't think that it will air in 2022. Is it TV or movie? That one's supposed to be TV. Oh. And also, t all of these are going to be TV shows. And these were books that either came out in 2021 or at the end of 2020. But they got optioned in 2021. The other one is The Secret Lives of Church Ladies by Disha Fillishaw. And I've not heard anything about casting or anything else. But Did so you I'll, read that book? I did. That's the book that I was saying to you like oh you need to read that book in particular my favorite <laughs> story it's a book of short stories and okay. my favorite short story is how to make love to an astrophysicist <laughs> yes and then the last one is the other black girl by Zakia Delilah Harris and that one now that one I believe is supposed to be on Hulu so okay. that one we know the vehicle with you know on, on which it will be shown. And the other ones I don't know. So I, it's in production. So it's been optioned, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it'll be developed. So to the point okay. where it'll be on casting and stuff like that. But the other black girl uh is supposed to be co-written by I think Rashida Jones. And that's gonna land at Hulu. So and I think that Tessa Thompson is the one who optioned um, the secret lives of church ladies. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, that sounds Packer. like a show. That sounds like one that should be turned, be like, if it's a television show, be like a, 
a parody of uh, a reality show. <laughs> which which one? The Secret Lives of Church Ladies. I said that sounds like it should be one that should be a parody on reality show. Oh, I see what you you know. I I can see based on a title alone why you would say that. Yeah, I've never read it, so I'm just yeah. saying just on the title, it sounds like like it would be a one that you'd be like, let's make a parody of a reality show. You know, like what is it, the Weather Girls? I was in Harlem. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I can see why you would say that, and now I'm going to implore that you read it. Okay, and then you would, yeah, it's um, hmm. definitely a television show because it is a book of short stories. And gotcha. so you're essentially dealing with vignettes mm -hmm. and it would probably be easier to do it that way versus one episode, every story. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, you can build a world. I mean, there are so many ways that you can adapt it because um, it is a rich, rich world. And it's been on a whole lot of book lists and awards and deserves every single one of them. Very good. Um, well, seven days of June. That that one's gonna be. That one will be interesting. I, you know what though, if there was anything that I would want developed, it would have been a Tia Williams universe of the accidental diva, seven days in well, in order, the accidental diva, the perfect find in seven days in June, because she's Tia Williams right cinematically. And it's really good in drawing you in, you know, regardless of, of how you feel about the story or different beats or whatever else, she's got sparkling dialogue and, and good story. So I, you know, I'm very interested in seeing how the perfect find will be adapted, but, um, which is why it was my pick. But any other books, I was just thinking about that. Um, some of the books that I did read that was like on Bookstagram that will be uh, adapted featuring strong Black leads, Black creators. It, it would be a Black property based on everything that <laughs> we said. Everything that you said. Yeah, yeah, that'll be it. So those are the ones. I just want to know if there was anything else for you, but you know. No, you know, okay. the problem The problem is I don't get to read as much as I like. Mm -hmm. And when I do read right now, I'm doing a lot of more fan fiction. I don't necessarily want to see those become uh, television shows. And so I haven't really put in um, any good time into any real novels and I have a whole stack of them to read. Just, I put, look, my choices are watch some television or read a book when I have free time. Usually I go for the television. I don't blame you. I mean, I read a book. I love reading. So don't get me wrong. I do love to read and I can read a book if it's a good book depending on how long it is in a day or two. But a lot of times I just want to veg out mm -hmm. to de-stress. So television allows me to do that. Reading books, you have to build your world. So, you know, through the words that are on the paper. Mm -hmm. So you have to think a little bit more. And when I'm just trying to decompress, television is much easier. I understand. And for me... I read, I have different reading <laughs> that I do. I do technical reading. I do reading for research. And then I do, which are two different things. And then I do um, reading for pleasure. And reading for pleasure has increased significantly because of eBooks. And I have a Kindle now before then, I was reading on my phone through the Libby app. And what that means is that I can be in bed and not have the light on. And I can just use the backlight of my phone and on my Kindle. And that is what has helped me read more. So I have all of these books that I have not read. And, and it's because I need light to read them. So I need either need to read them during the day when I'm busy 
or I need to read them at night, but then I have a light and then I'd have the light on. And I don't want to do that because depending on where I am, the light could keep people up. So there it is. On my list for 2022 is the love songs of W.E.B. Du Bois by Honoré Jeffries. And that book is over 800 pages. And, you know, that's going to that's going to take me a really long time to get through. Because like you said, it's like finding the time to read it and all this other thing and like vegging out or things of that nature. So I I get it completely. But um, as I end this, because we have two minutes before we have to go, I will say that for you, I'm really recommending two books to you. And they are besides the book that we're going to read, which I'm not recommending to you per se, because I haven't read it. So it's like, girl, we, we gonna find out together. But seriously, The Perfect Find. Like, and if you can read it before the movie comes out, please do. And, and you sent it to me because it's 99 cents, right? On Kindle or a dollar. Well, if you didn't get it that day, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, oh, well, I miss and, a lot of sales. <laughs> and like, girl, and then the other one is The Secret Life of Church Ladies, which I do think would be easier for you because they are short stories. So it's not some, so you can literally pick it up and put it down, pick it up and put it down. It's like, oh, I can just read this story. A few pages, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what I would say. Okay, it's eight o'clock. So we out. We out. Bye. Bye. Yeah, so we're gonna do, and they lived happily ever after. Yep, that was a tiebreaker. I was like, I cannot believe nobody said Parable of the Sower. I ain't gonna lie, I thought that's what was gonna win. I really did. I, I, I liked um, Blood and Magic. Yeah, I'm reading it now, and maybe just because I've somehow got my into like paranormal stuff right now. It's all speculative fiction. Follow Lady D and Lady H jointly on Twitter and IG jointly at Watch With You and individually on IG at Harley underscore experience and Asia Dar on Instagram and Twitter. Listening, we invite you to send us your feedback, musings, puns, and comments at watchwithyoupod at gmail.com or watchwithyoupod on IG, Twitter, or Facebook.